life is... Okay, real quick. What thoughts came into your mind during that short pause? Whatever bubbled up on its own is exactly what life means to you right now. I remember one time when a friend paused after saying these very words, and we both spoke simultaneously to end that pause. I spoke very hurriedly. Life is very short. There's so much I want to do in such little time. And they said, life is very long. Youth is almost gone and the road ahead is long and difficult. And you know what? We were both right. Life is what we make of it. And what we make of it depends largely on our beliefs. And our beliefs are oftentimes built and strengthened subconsciously, influenced by others. So a life like this that's influenced by others, do you really own it? Would you like to? Right. So welcome to my podcast. My name is Kashmira, and I'd love to share insights that I have gained in my own attempt to shed this subconscious influence and make my life truly my own. I want to do this by creating an alphabet soup of life. The plan is to walk through the alphabet, exploring topics starting with the chosen letter. And today's letter is A. This is a loaded one, and I plan to do a series of episodes covering the chain, actually, of awareness to acceptance to action. So let's begin with the first of the trio, awareness. So what exactly is it? To me, it means that I know what is going on around me and within me, and I achieve this through observation and through constant monitoring. And the way I made sense of this concept is with my engineering training, uh, funny enough. Um, so a little bit of a background about me. Um, I am a full-time cloud engineer, and my team is responsible for making the infrastructure that powers the e-commerce platform of the company is humming along smoothly. We use different resources such as servers, storage, databases, etc. to build this infrastructure. In addition to the core functionality, we put in logging features that record each and every request that the system gets, what function gets activated by this request, and what action is executed by that function. And everything gets recorded. All this is bundled together and deployed out in the cloud. But deployment and hoping that it all works out as expected is not the end of it. We decide on our key performance indicators, um, KPI for short. These are the metrics that give us a sense of the health of the system. We decide on thresholds, upper or lower limits to these metrics that if breached indicate a problem in the system. Next, we integrate monitoring tools to measure these KPIs. We set up dashboards to visually show us how these KPIs are doing and we put in alerts to notify us if some parameter is approaching the thresholds of these KPIs. Basically, we are always aware of what is going on and are able to anticipate issues ahead of time. When bad things do happen, we are able to respond with more knowledge and grace instead of going in blind to figure out what happened and how to solve it. We are able to correlate events and identify the cause of malfunctions quickly. And at times when we are in fact caught unaware, we add new logs, new alerts to warn us of this event in the future. So, as you can see, the awareness of the system is constantly evolving. We keep adding to it, and this awareness helps us identifying weaknesses and hence growth areas, which is the ultimate 
goal of a company. Based on all of this, I have come up with the definition of awareness, that awareness means identifying areas that are key indicators of the health of a system, measuring these KPIs from recording the behavior of the system, and monitoring these measurements actively to ensure optimal performance of the system. Yes, I know, I am at risk of losing your attention with all this engineering talk, but please stay with me for a little bit more because now I'm going to talk about how this applies to life. So this is how I mapped these engineering fundamentals directly onto the system called my life. My life is the e-commerce system that I need to keep humming along smoothly. My work, relationships, health, finances, diet, basically all my necessities. These are the resources that I use to build my life. Each of these resources will have their own set of KPIs. So, are you still with me? I hope you are. Because now, this is where it gets interesting. So, according to the definition we just came up with, awareness is a three-step process. Step one, identifying the KPIs. And in the system of your life, these are your core values. Core values, simply put, are the set of principles we wish to live by. The set is unique for everyone, and it brings joy, fulfillment, what makes life worth living. Super important stuff. Step two, logging events and actions. Record everything that happens in your life, in your year, your month, your week, your day. Go as granular as you want to. Which external event triggered which thoughts and what behavior did these thoughts cause? Journal everything away, my friend. Step three, monitoring core value alignment. So here you monitor the activities in the entire system and evaluate them for alignment with your values. And this is the trickiest part and I will go a bit deeper into this in a minute. But for now, I'd like to share a couple examples of how awareness has helped me understand my own self better and consequently helped me make better decisions. The first example is about an external event that happened. Due to some organizational shuffling at work, leadership for my team was changed. A lot of micromanagement, mistrust, and chaos ensued. Over the course of a few months, I actually started waking up every morning with extreme anxiety, which lasted throughout the day. In fact, it took most of the weekend for me to reach a calm state of mind, only to have it repeat all over again come Monday. All three values that I mentioned above, freedom, autonomy, and trust, were being violated. The anxiety was my system blaring out red alerts that could not be ignored or excused or explained away any longer. Something had to change. The second example is that of my own behavior. One of my core values, which is absolutely key to my happiness, is creativity. I like to create jewelry, write blogs and song parodies, and now I'm doing this podcast. If I'm not creating regularly, there is a noticeable dip in my happiness levels. That said, I also suffer from inertia. Given a choice between Netflix and pursuing something productive, guess what I would pick at the end of a long day? Yeah, Netflix. Now, at times, the mindless activity is needed to give the brain a break. But what I was not keyed into for a very long time was that after about 30 minutes, I was not enjoying the Netflix break. 
I was getting restless and irritable and I would start having this constant nudge that this is boring. Why are you still watching it? And even with that nudge, I would still indulge in hours of binging. The more I watched, the more irritated I got. And the more irritated I got, the less motivated I was to go do something else. Now, this irritability was the alert that my system sent to me. But I was not observing. I was not monitoring. I was not aware of what it was indicating. The story I was telling myself is that I need a break. I deserve the Netflix binge and I'm still not feeling energized. So I just need one more episode. I just need 15 more minutes. I just need some more binging. And because I was not aware that the creativity value was being violated and continued hurtling down this deep rabbit hole. So now this is where we come into why awareness is so important. And the second example is actually something of a very big deal. Observing and being aware of our own behavior. This is so easy to point out other people's faulty behavior because we are always looking outwards. Looking inside and observing our own thoughts and the behavior that these thoughts lead to is a very important skill to develop. But not a lot of us have that skill. Most of us live on autopilot. We repeat the same patterns over and over and over. We do not notice when the patterns turn unhelpful, like my Netflix binge. And these patterns can be caused by long-held implicit biases, habits that were once formed consciously to achieve a certain purpose, or just something that we started to do because others around us did it. And it could also be that we're just so busy managing the gazillion discs that are spinning over our heads that we don't stop to see if that disc still needs to be spinning or whether it is even ours. And this is where we cue in awareness. When we are aware, we pay more attention to everything. We see more and we understand more. We are more alert and our actions are more intentional and hence more effective. Awareness even helps us tweak our values, what, it, what the whole system is based on, the foundation of our life, really, our values. Awareness helps us to tweak it as necessary because sometimes these do need to be adjusted based on the phase of life that we're in. So the next question is, how do we set up this monitoring system? Yeah, right. Don't we wish that there was software-based monitoring systems available that would monitor our thoughts and behaviors for us? And who knows, maybe someone is actually working on it too. But till then, we will have to do this manually. Moving from the autopilot unaware state into that of awareness takes training and practice. Especially doing it in real time while multiple things are happening and you're in the throes of emotion. (laughs) No, not going to happen right away. Don't let that discourage you though. Like everything else, we can start this journey also with baby steps. So the simplest strategy that I have known is that of monitoring after the fact. So let's just get real here. Um, Staying aware 100% of the time is the stuff that experienced monks are made of. And they get to that stage only after years and years of practice. So what we will do is we will start slowly. We will start with retrospection. What this actually means is that we look at a fact after it has happened and analyze it. Um, This is actually something we actually, we do on a regular basis in my engineering team. 
Um, we hold re retrospectives every two weeks to see what went well, what could have been better, and what we need to pay closer attention to. All three of these elements are important because it's all, it is definitely good to know what went well. Uh, sorry, what I meant was definitely good to know what where things could be changed, but also what went well because so then that's where we make bigger uh, improvements on and we give paths to ourselves that, hey, you did good. You know, some encouragement uh, is also necessary, not just criticism and not just fault finding. Um, so, yeah, so what went well, what did not and what made you happy, what did not. This is a good place to start. Start writing down what situations led to what thoughts, what feelings got triggered by these thoughts, and what behaviors these feelings led to. And the gold is in assessing if these behaviors were in alignment with your values. I'm not saying that you, we need to label the thoughts and feelings as good or bad, because that's going to get going to the judgmental side of it. What we want to do is just see that is this in alignment with my values? I'd like to be creative in is a Netflix binge of four hours. Is that in alignment with my value of creativity? No, it isn't. Is it in alignment with my value of self-care? Yes, but only to a certain extent, only for 30 minutes. After that, it is not valuable at all. So this awareness comes only after I assess what, was going on in those four hours of my Netflix binging. So, and then when done regularly, you will start seeing patterns. You, you just keep start keeping a log and start assessing and start monitoring and uh, comparing it with your values. You are going to start seeing patterns. You will be able to identify triggers that you react to in ways that are detrimental. You will be able to identify conditions where you are more productive. And once you identify the patterns and triggers, there is no unknowing them. The awareness and the watching out for them will just start to happen automatically. I guarantee that. So the next strategy that you can practice um, at regular intervals is that of body scanning. Um, so what you do here is that you do regular check-ins with yourself throughout the day. Um, you maybe you can set a timer, and it's it's very easy to forget that hey, I was supposed to set do a body scan for five minutes. So just to start building that habit, you could set a timer, um, set aside five minutes, um, and in that five minute break, what you do is you scan your entire body to see how each part is doing, starting from your toes all the way up to your forehead or your brain. Um, tension, tightness, or stress in the body indicate distress, but they are so omnipresent that we don't always pay attention to them. Um, sometimes just sensing the tightness makes us release it right away. Basically, with the body scan, what we're looking for is alerts that the body might be sending us at any given moment. Um, so th this is a very easy and helpful strategy just to get a moment uh, in an instant um, boost of awareness and uh, another similar strategy is that of the mental scan um, here again you take a five minute break and what you do in this break is you see where your mind is at are you fully present in the task that you were actually performing before you took this break if not then where were you um, if you your mind was wandering just gently bring yourself back to where you need to be no reprimanding no analyzing and just come back to the now and 
this alerts us to any subconscious triggers that might be going off that we may be unaware of. Like, why did, like, wh- where was your attention? Is it something that does actually need uh, to be paid closer attention to and um, taken care of right away? Um, is it something that was just a distraction? And when it happens again, maybe this little bit of awareness is going to help us not give in to that distraction and stay focused on the task. So there's multiple different um, benefits to doing this mental scan. And in all of these strategies, these three strategies that we talked about, we're monitoring after the fact, um, we're actually writing down and uh, trying to find patterns, uh, the body scanning, the mental scanning. In all of these strategies, we are looking for signs of discomfort. Do you find some resistance coming up against something that you're doing or are expected to do? And do you feel uncomfortable in the presence of certain people in certain places? Is there some sort of fear that is showing up? So just catch whatever feelings and thoughts are showing up in these incidents. Identify the value that is being violated because value violation is almost always the cause of such discomfort. So, yeah, I've given a lot of uh, technical details as well as um, tips, practical tips uh, applicable to life. Um, I know it's a lot to take in all at once. Um, so I'll just summarize here that you can build your awareness muscle in three ways, um, or rather three steps. Um, identify your values. That's the first step and the key because that is what you're going to measure um, your thoughts and feelings and behaviors against. So first step is to identify your values, which bring you fulfillment. Uh, Second step is to keep track of uh, feelings and thoughts and behaviors throughout the day. And then finally, um, the last step is to assess these behaviors against the value alignment. And we focus on the behaviors, not on the feelings and thoughts, but the behaviors, because the behavior is what we want to change um, and bring in alignment with our values. So... Yeah, um, awareness is so important to living a meaningful and authentic life. Um, It is actually the foundation to change and positive outcomes. But we're just not trained into this practice. So do give these three steps outlined in this episode a shot and uh, shine a light on some of the blind spots that might be holding you back. Thank you so much for spending this time with me. I hope this has been helpful, insightful, and if nothing else, at least fun. I would really appreciate it if you can spare a few more minutes and write a review. It will help me make the show better. And brownie points if you hit that subscribe button too. Alrighty, off you go. Own that life because you know, it already entirely is yours.